You know what, Sam? What? The refs. I mean, the Devils win eight to four. Yes, they do. Coming to you from the heart of Kane's country, this is the Kaniac Report. Your number one source for everything Carolina Hurricanes, hot takes, predictions, game analysis, and NHL news. And now your hosts, Sam Wallace and Sam Driscoll. All right, guys, we are back with another episode of Kaniac Report. Um, boy, was this a game, Sam. Uh, 12 goals. Like, my gosh, Sam. To me, this playoff game felt more like a playoff game than me playing on NHL 23. It really did. It was just insane. No defense at all from, I would say, both teams. Uh, especially when you let in three shorthanded goals, too. So, to me, that's saying something for both the Devils and the Hurricanes. And we're not going to go through all the goals. That's too much. <laughs> We'd be here forever, Sam. Yeah. Um, but I do want to take this period by period um, and, try, and try to um, digest what we've just experienced. Um, one thing, too, though, um, is for those of you who had listened to the last episode, all the way through, you guys are warriors because when I was putting that episode together, audio was not good, actually. <laughs> it, it really wasn't, Sam. I didn't tell you that before, but it just wasn't good. So, um, those of you who have um, listened to it, which is quite a bit of you, good for you. You guys are warriors. Uh, it's, we're, we're so, we were just so excited after such a good game. We wanted to capture it in the moment at PNC Arena. Um I just will not use voice memos again. Yeah. Hey, my phone sounded good. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, no, your phone did sound maybe good. Maybe Android's better than iPhone. Yeah, maybe. Maybe but, in that um, area. You know, you know how they say good feeling gone? That's kind of how today was. But, I, but the one thing I want to just kind of say, like overall opinion of the game, Carolina was better than the Devils were in games one and two. They just were. And I think that's something you can look at, right? In games one and two, the Devils just had no fight. The Devils had zero fight the entirety of game one. They just looked bad. There was very, you know, they had a goal. It was kind of a fluky goal. But other than that, I really don't think the Devils looked good in game one. In game two, the Devils looked good for about five, maybe ten minutes, and that was it, right? And that was all she wrote. Carolina dominated the second and third period. Devils had no fight there. They just looked distraught. And today, I don't know this as much as the Devils played good. Rod gave them a lot of credit. I'm not willing to do that because I don't necessarily think the Devils played good as much as I think our defense and our goaltending were very, very bad. And I think the officials really killed any momentum we ever got. So, I mean, good job. And that's what my one line, right? You know, the Devils or the refs won 8-4. to four. They did, and I'm not going to, you know, it's not the ref's fault we lost. I really put that mostly on Anderson and Kochetkov. And each, our defense, too. Yeah, and the defense. But you have Anderson and Kochetkov each letting in four. If you allow eight goals, you're going to lose. That's unacceptable. Your goalie needs to, in my opinion, they each should have had two of those, right? The first goal never should have happened. That one may be more on defense than Anderson, but that first goal never should have gone in. And then Kochetkov had one that breakaway that was awful. Um, he should have shouldn't have stopped that. I think Anderson allowed two um, five hole again. Uh, that's not good. Um, 
So, again, you're in a position where your goaltender is probably four of those you want back. You're going to lose those games when you allow bad goals. Carolina scored four, so Carolina's been able to score in this series. That's not the problem, right? I think if you get the goaltending and defense, you win the game again. Um, yeah, whoever has a defense slash goaltending is going to win. Yeah. And, and what's interesting too, Sam, I mean, you look at the New Jersey side of this game. Um, I mean, they're, I would say their defense was the best what I mean, their offense was the best part of the game, but and that's how they won. But if you compare their goaltending to their defense, I actually thought their defense was better than their goaltender, which just shows that both their goaltending and their defense isn't necessarily good. No, today's game wasn't defense. Both coaches probably aren't happy with with the score. If I'm willing to imagine, of course, the Devils are happy they scored eight. They sure as hell aren't happy they allowed three shorthanded goals. Exactly. I mean, oh, my Lord, you don't do that, right? Usually the team who does that loses, right? So, again, that's part of the reason why I'm not going to say the Devils were good. I don't think they were great. I don't look at any of those goals that the Devils scored thinking, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, that was you know sick goal, sick. No, I mean, it was like, oh, Freddie, oh, Kachetkov, oh, Hurricanes defense. What were you doing, man? Like, usually before each goal, you and I are, like, yelling at the team, like, what are you doing? And, again, uh, the, the Devils have some talented players. Yeah, I mean, Timo Meyer got a goal. Jack Hughes, I think, had two. Iko Heischer had a goal. I mean, their, their top players scored for them tonight. Yes, but also, too, I mean, let's just go through the first period. I mean, I know you, you get goals from Meyer. Um, I thought that, I mean, comparing that goal to all the other goals, I thought wasn't as bad when you put it through the perspective of Anderson. I thought you just lo- lost a kind of a puck battle there with um, Shea and Hughes. And Hughes just made an excellent pass to Meyer. Um, and unfortunately, Anderson just couldn't see where that is play was going to but then you have Hughes scoring and Nason and Nason actually was able to get part of the puck but Hughes was able to rip it to me that's something I kind of blame on Anderson because even though Nason probably should have gotten it out all all the way he was able to delay it enough which where I thought Anderson could have made the save and then the third goal was the worst which was the Michael McLeod goal that was a shorthander goal you yep. cannot allow that. I felt that was the dagger. That was the dagger. I don't think. I think at that point you kind of feel Carolina. Nothing they're going to do is going to be enough. But I'll, I'll say this right: they proved us wrong in that Carolina stormed back. They didn't give up. You, you know, you kind of think at that point Carolina's going to give up, right? And I think there's the difference in games one and two losses for the Devils. In game three loss for Carolina. The game Carolina, was over, and Carolina yeah. didn't give up. They kept trying to go. They kept trying to skate. They kept trying to make something happen. Even in the last probably like two, three minutes of the game, they weren't quitting. They tried to put the puck in the net, even though it was 8-4. to four. Game's over. You're not going to come back from that with a few couple minutes to go. I just think that's good. Yeah, it is really good. And I think that's something that we should take away from this game is the fact that Carolina in this game – we're still fighting. You look at the past two games, New Jersey, when they were losing, when they were down by a bunch of goals, they kind of gave up a bit. Now, granted, I think in the second game, New Jersey a little bit fought back, like you said, five 
for like five or ten minutes. But other than that, there wasn't much of anything else New Jersey could do. So I think that's a good positive to take away uh, from this game. And another thing, too, in the, and this was in the first period, Sam, and this is when you can probably talk about the officiating, <laughs> is that there was a high stick on Ajo, that, and Ajo was actually left bloodied on his chin. No call. That would have been four. Four minutes. Yeah, it would have been four. You call that this game might be different. Yeah, yeah, it really might have, and 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 once again, officiating does not dictate the outcome of the game, but they can make an impact because of the fast-paced nature of the game, Mm -hmm. and because of that, you never know what's going to happen. Now, did I think Kane's power play was good this game? No, but a double minor for four minutes. That's a lot of time. A yeah. lot of time to possibly get in a power play goal. Yeah, I mean, for sure. You need that called. Player was hurt. You need to call it. I really feel like in this game in general, the officiate, the standard. You and, At the end of the day, you and I and me more so will criticize the officials. And I have no, I don't have a problem with doing it more so than you. I, I think they deserve all the criticism in the world for some of the games they have are just not good. Uh, even in the game um, two, I thought the officiating wasn't very good, but nothing um, compared to today. It was bad. It was really bad. I mean, you need to hold both teams to an equal standard. It's all someone tweeted, um, you know, the, the NHL let them know that, you know, this game needs to be extended. The series needs to be extended, and that's what you got. I don't think there's some giant conspiracy between the NHL, the refs, and, it, you know, against no, there Carolina. No, But... I mean, they don't do themselves any favors when the Hurricanes, of all like the top tier teams in the league, the Hurricanes tend to be the one team that gets screwed over the most. And there wasn't even an article written about it a couple of years ago, and it holds true still. Carolina tends to get doesn't just doesn't get the benefit of the doubt at all. I mean, the officials are all about calling every little thing on Carolina, and then when the only time the other team gets a call is when it's just a brutal call you can't ignore. Yeah, and it's frustrating. Um, so, I mean, Hurricanes are down 3 nothing, but you take away that first period, I think Carolina's in this game throughout, and they possibly um, could win. It, but, again, I mean, I still thought throughout the game New Jersey slightly was the better team, but Carolina still was not going to go down without a fight, and that's what I admired about them. And, I mean, he, he makes it 4 nothing, but... That was when um, Anderson was pulled and Kachekov goes in. But we all thought that Kachekov should go in at the start of the second. No, it was still Anderson. Um, but what's fortunate about that goal, too, Sam, with that Hiche goal, is that leading up to it, you have Brady Shea trying to get the puck when his stick is slashed out of his hands. And again, the refs don't call that. Mm-hmm. Again, that's what's making the officiating really weird this game is you ca- is that you don't call that, but you call the interference of Slavin. Slavin. Um that makes it a five on three when New Jersey basically is going to win the game. Mm-hmm. And no, but this is where I have the problem is Caroline is pushing. It's a three goal game, and Caroline is pushing in the last ten minutes. And you keep calling penalties. There were three back-to-back-to-back on Carolina. In the playoffs, that just doesn't happen. 
if it's a little ticky tack call, you let it go. And that's the truth. You let it go. When it's a game where you, you mean, at the end of the day, you don't know what could have happened. I still don't think Carolina would have won, but the officials made sure Carolina did not have a chance. And on the first call, Carolina, you know, made New Jersey pay for sitting back thinking they won the game. They scored two. It's two shorties in one power play, right? Yeah. So I, they made him pay. Yeah, they did. Um, Ajos and Martinooks scored in that second period. What a great penalty shot from Martinook, man. I never knew he had it in him. But you know what? He, he really... I, to me, that he had some skill, obviously, in in that penalty shot, of course. But to me, that was just more determination and will of, of just being like, we are not going to go down without a fight. And that's what the Hurricanes did. Um, but, her, again, the Hurricanes are still losing. And their defense is a bit sloppy. I thought their defense was mainly the reason why Meyer scored the very first goal of the game. And um, a few other goals that I think that were on Kachekov, too. So the defense wasn't good. The goaltending, I thought, was just terrible. And also in that second period, too, Sam, um, it got a little bit feisty between Ajo and Jack Hughes, as his brother also played, so I had to identify which player or which Hughes player there is. But that was a huge scrum, and um, I... That to me, that was the one time where I actually agreed with the officiating. Both of them go to the box for two minutes. I was okay with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just I don't. You know, it's just it's just a frustrating game to have watched. And I think it's important to know Carolina has only lost two games on the road this year, and the playoffs. Two. That's impressive. Lost two and won two. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know what? I think Carolina's in a place where they're 50% on the road, more than capable of coming in on Tuesday and taking care of business and then winning this game, on th- running, finishing off the series Thursday. I think that's important to note that the Hurricanes are in a position to to still win this series, and they still have a hold on this series. And it's important to understand Carolina's offense didn't dry up today. I think that's important, too. Their offense didn't go away. Their penalty kill is still elite. You allowed one power play goal. You allowed one goal. Carolina's allowed two. Two power play goals this entire playoffs. I know. That's really good. I'm not worried about the penalty kill. I'm not even worried about the power play. I think the power play's been reasonable. They haven't looked bad. Today was not their best day, but in general, they haven't looked bad this playoffs. Yes, exactly. And before we get to the rest of the game, let's get to our sponsors. Light the lamp with hockey playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can make a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can make a $5 hockey playoff bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly that's code thpn only at DraftKings sportsbook 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit the Gambling Helpline MA.com in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in Kansas. Call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for offer details. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Let's face it, with coffee starting at $5, yes, even without any customizations, and our bank accounts somehow always depleting, we are officially entering a dupe session. Most products do the same thing but are priced differently solely based on the brand name. So a good duplicate or dupe is crucial for getting the highest quality at the best price. One dupe you definitely shouldn't sleep on. Raycon Wireless Earbuds. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point, so you can listen to what you want, when you want, without breaking the bank. Raycon's mission is to prove that you shouldn't have to pay an arm and a leg for quality sound and essential smart tech listening features. You can get a pair and a spare and still pay less than you would with some of those other more big-name tech brands out there. Raycon knows that in this economy, every purchase needs to be perfect. They offer buy now, pay later options. Right now, you can pay as low as $18 at checkout. They have an easy and free return guarantee. They offer two years of product production insurance for just a few bucks. They offer free domestic shipping and flat fee international shipping. They also have over okay, 50,000 so five-star reviews. Are, uh, a few losing, things that I like I are the earbud is, tap functions, uh, yeah, five to noise two isolation, and awareness mode. Um, Go to bycon.com slash THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. Um, the game That's that buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. Another thing too, Sam, um, I remember both you and my dad telling me this, and I think I might agree with you that uh, there was, again, probably another missed penalty that the ref should have called on New Jersey with that pick. Remember on Brady Shea? Mm -hmm. Now, our player did hit Brady Shea. Yeah. I think it was Pesci. There would have been no collision with the Hurricanes players if the Devils player doesn't throw a pick and cause interference. So the Devils player caused it. He interfered with our guy, and then they collided. So that's the problem there. That should have been a penalty. The play never should have kept going, and the Devils score. So there's two goals in this game. You know, I'm just going to go. There's two goals in this game where the Devils scored based off of plays the officials blew, right? Either they called the penalty that shouldn't have been called, or they missed one. So there's two there, right? The Slavin one and um, the one that made it 5-3, right? That was ridiculous. And then you have this one here, so that's two. So there you go. So you take those two off the board, it's six to four, right? Then you probably have two goals from Anderson, which you want back, and two from Kachetkov, right? Take off those two, then Carolina wins four to two. So if you have reasonable goaltending, right? Good goaltending, just decent, average. And you have the officials calling the game evenly. This game's different. In my opinion, this game is very different. Even with Carolina maybe not playing as good as New Jersey, Carolina probably wins. So the thing is, you just want you want the officiating to be evened out. 
I think the officials have been pretty good in this in the hurricane series for first round and this round, right? I think there's been some bad games here and there, but I think this game was the worst that I've seen in a while. I mean, just blatantly missed calls. You want to talk about calling it for the home team. Oh boy. Did they do that in this one? It was almost a joke, right? So there's about six goals in my opinion that the goaltending plus the officiating were directly responsible for. Now, again, notice four on, you know, four on us, definitely goaltending. You want them to have it. And then the other two are on the defense. And that's just reality, right? So you have to look at it this way. Carolina's goaltending wasn't good tonight. I have every reason to believe that their goaltending will be good on Tuesday. Because it's been good all series, all playoffs. This is the worst game the Hurricanes have had goaltending-wise. I put out there, you know, I said, assuming Ronta's healthy, because he's sick right now, and I don't know if he'll be ready to go on game, uh, game four. Uh, I, I posed the question, uh, assuming Ronta's healthy by Tuesday, who starts, 54 people have voted, 67% say Ronta, 31% say Anderson, and 2% say Kuchetkov. Well, I mean, I say you start Anderson, too. I do. That's, that's my feeling. Do you start Anderson? I start Ronta if he's healthy. If he, if, if, yeah, if, if Ronta's good to go and he's not sick anymore, I go with Ronta. But if not, I, I don't think you start Kochetkov. He wasn't very good tonight in relief. If, if, you know, if Kochetkov comes in, stands on his head, yeah, I'd probably start Kochetkov on, uh, on uh, Tuesday. But uh, if Ronta's healthy, I go to Ronta. If not, yeah, you start Freddie. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then also in the third period too, Sam, I'm sure you and I, we, we really liked seeing this too. Uh, there was a hit by Hala on, I believe it was... Jarvis. Yes, Jarvis. Dirty hit too. It was blindside. Player didn't see it. It was interference. Also not called. We got the extra two there. So interference on Jarvis, not even called. Yeah, they called a roughing penalty on Nason. <laughs> Yeah, they, he got the extra two. It was more Which or less an extra I thought was ridiculous. I mean, if there's a fight, there's going to be roughing. So just call five for each. That's how it should have been called, especially if you're not going to call it. I don't understand that. Holla. Yeah, I, I really don't understand that at all whatsoever. But that fight, Sam, I love seeing that from Mason. And I think that just proves that we really need him in the lineup. He got fed up with what New Jersey was doing. And he started to get in a fight with public enemy number one for us Hurricanes fans, Eric Halla. And you know what? Nason, he won that fight, man. He put up, I believe, like three or four good shots to the head. And you could see Halla's head um, was kind of red heading to um, the box. Oh, Nason obliterated. I mean, Yeah, like, Nason did not have any of it. That third period, Carolina was the better team. They, they just were the better team in the third period. The only reason the Devils even got goals in that period was bad goaltending and the officiating. That, that is where the com- encompasses their goal, their goal scored. It was nothing about New Jersey, nothing about how they played. Carolina was the better team. You get two shorthanded goals, you're the better team in that period. I'm sorry, it's just true. Um, and you were more physical. Nason had had enough. And this is the problem, and this is why the officiating needs to be fixed and why they need to be held accountable. Nason had to take matters into his own hands. He was done. He was done with this kind of crap. And I loved seeing that from him. I really yeah. did. And Nason beat the hell 
out of the New Jersey Devils. <laughs> yeah, he <Eric> did. <laughs> that was it. I mean, Holla got on. I mean, he just laid into him. I love that. One, I can't stand Holla. And two, I, I just love seeing that from our guy, right? That was what you need. Stand up for your teammate. Another thing I want to comment on this game had nothing to do with the game. Oh, my God. Was that a national broadcast or were we watching the Devils Regionals broadcast? Oh, I know. To me, I was more passionate about what was going on with broadcasting than I was with the officiating. Because, you know what? They were anti-Aho. They made him out to be a goon. I know. They They did. Did they watch the Hurricanes play all year? Aho's not a goon. He doesn't play that way. I'm sorry that he's... That's. I mean, come on. Eddie Olchak, you know better than that, man. You know so much better than that. You are a disgrace to your profession for how you called this game. That was ridiculous. Look, I love um, uh, uh, the the call the the play by play, and I'm and I'm blanking on his name right now. Um, Edwards. No, no, the guy who actually called the game today. Um, I like him. I think he he's very good. Um, he's, um, he, he, he does well. He's play. He does a lot of sports. He doesn't just do the, um, Kenny Alberts. Yep. Kenny Alberts. I, I like Kenny Alberts a lot. He called game seven in against Washington. He called game six against the Islanders when we won that in the series. He's a good, he's a good play by play. He is. And I, he really, is. He didn't I, really I, I do like him when it came to, to this game. Really? You just, you had a lot of Eddie Olchuk just absolutely Playing into Aho, like, dude, do you know him? Do you know this team? They don't play like that. Your little cross check, that's not a cross check. I, I can show you instances of cross checks. Well, minutes before that, it was behind the devil's net where Marduk was kept getting cross check. Either, I think there was one from Hamilton, but I don't think it was on Martinuk. It might have been Siegenthaler. But, I mean, those were actually cross-checks that, that were callable. What Aho did was more of a nudge. And, I mean, like, nudges don't really get called unless officiating is really wanting to be strict. But if you have to be strict like that, you got to be strict throughout the game. But, yeah, Eddie Olchek, I, I, he shouldn't I don't him. understand why he kept, he kept saying it over and over again. Like, oh, there's another cross-check from Aho. Another cross track from him. My whole thing is, is, if you keep pointing that out, to me, that says something about how, how, what your perspective is on Aho. And to me, it really sounded like Old Check was going at it with Aho. It sounded yeah. like he did not like him at all. Yeah, no. He, now, he might not think that, but it sounded like it. And he needs to fess up. Yeah, I mean, come on, dude. If you don't like Aho, just say something, but... And then at least I'll have a little bit more respect for you. I'll know you just don't like him and you're going to do what you're going to do. But then at that point, I'm going to say, come on, dude, just don't call the game anymore. You know, don't work Hurricanes games. He shouldn't. I, I, he really should not. And if I were to say anything to the league and to the broadcast crews, I'd be like, don't let Olchek do it again. It's not fair to the Hurricanes fans who have to sit there and listen to your BS all game. That's ridiculous. It's not fair to us. We want to enjoy the broadcast, right? I mean, we do. So just... Call the game, you know, call it evenly in the booth, right? Talk good about the Devils. Yeah. Jack Hughes and some good players on that team. I want to, I, I want to hear that they're good. That's how but it, it was all. Be. It was all about the Devils, though. Yeah, absolutely. And you should talk about how great Aho is. You should talk about how great Natchez played today because he played really good game. I see some people saying that we need to trade Natchez, that Natchez was bad. He doesn't step up. Look, he hit the post two, three times. 
he played a good game. I don't blame Natchez for this game. He did what he could. He beat Vanacek a couple times. He just got unlucky. Sometimes that's just how it works. And at the end of the day, all I'm going to say is just this simple thing. When you when you broadcast a game, when you officiate a game, that's national. That's well. So when you're when you're a broadcaster or an official, you call it fairly. It's simple. It's the same standard that should be held to both. I know if you don't like Aho, okay, just don't ask not to to call the games. That's simple. I don't want to hear you talk crap about my about our All Star. The whole game. Good God. I, sh- I promise you, you won't do that about Bergeron, Marchand, Pasternak, Ovechkin, Crosby. I didn't hear a damn bad thing about the Devils all game. Not one thing. It was all how horrible Sebastian Ajo is and how he is just Satan in the flesh and how he is just so dirty. Have you watched the Hurricanes play all year? Ajo's not dirty. He doesn't have a dirty bone in his body. Period. Now he can get angry. Sure. And then he'll hit you. And the, how he handles things when he's angry. He chirps a little bit. He yeah. kind of chirps a little bit. He'll talk smack to you. But you know what he does? He scores. He gets goals. He sets up plays. Same with Stahl. When he's mad, he's going to hit you. And he's going to hit you clean. He's gonna be, it's going to be a big hit. There's not a dirty player on the Carolina Hurricanes. If you think there is, you've never watched this team play. I think the last time the Hurricanes had a player that you could call dirty was probably, what, Kevin Westgarth? Like six, seven years ago? Yes, Kevin Westgarth. I remember him. Tuomo Rutu? <laughs> I think that could be arguable. Maybe he was a little dirty. I don't really think so. I think he was just physical. But, I mean, Carolina is not a team that has goons. I can name two, like Westgarth and Komisarek. I don't know. I don't really have anybody else that's ever been a goon on this team. You're making Aho out to be a goon. I mean, if you want to make yourself look like an idiot, go ahead, Eddie Olchek. But come on, man. you, you got to be better than that. I, I, I used to really like you. and in, in this game, I lost a lot of respect for you. I know. It, it, it was just terrible because of just the fact he kept railing on about Aho. And another thing, too. Yeah, they kept praising about the Devils. But whenever... When the Devils kind of had moments where they weren't looking good, they would focus on that so much and not give any attention to Carolina. So it's not like they were talking bad about Carolina. They were either like, if they're talking about the past couple of games, they kept they would say a couple of statements of, oh yeah, Carolina's great in that, and then they would solely focus on the Devils. And that, and that would be their discussion for like 20 minutes. So it's just frustrating that we just don't get that um, unbiased view from a national um, broadcast. And, I mean, Mike and Tripp, yeah, do they need to call the, the game fairly too? But you can understand a little bit if they're maybe a little bit biased for the Hurricanes because they work for them. Yeah. And, look, this is the last thing I'm going to say because, you know, I don't do three stars. You can if you want to. No, I'm not doing I only do three stars if they win. So I'm not doing any today. But this is this is what I'll, I'll leave with my thoughts on. Um, I, at the end of the day, you just want things to be to be even. And I think that's one of the most important things that you can have. And I think when it comes to this, the best thing that you can do in this series, and it's happening in the East, right? The favorites, the love childs of the league, the NHL and the broadcast, the Boston Bruins are gone. 
The Tampa Bay Lightning are gone. They're out. The Islanders are out. The Rangers are out. All that's left for this national crew to just love and cherish are the Devils and the Leafs. And they, and they sir, are down in their series. I think the last I looked, the Leafs are up one to nothing against the Panthers, so that could have changed. But you know, the worst case scenario is the Panthers are still going to lead that series. After I, tonight. you know, I really hope that Carolina and Florida meet yeah. because that will be a slap in the face for the national broadcast. Yeah, because you're going to have how they're going to want to talk bad about both teams because they're both small markets. The best thing, in my opinion, for the Florida market and Carolina, that, that, I mean. I think it's the best thing for the league to have two smaller markets at going at it. Exactly. I think it says a lot about that, you know, small market teams are important and you shouldn't just trash them and ignore them and know nothing about them. They make an impact. The Hurricanes are the only team. They are the only team in the playoffs right now who have won a Stanley Cup more recently. They are the only team in the playoffs from the beginning of the from the beginning of the playoffs. They are the only team to um to have won a round in the past five years straight five in a row they're the only team i don't know what else to say even i mean when their games have been great these years though i mean you, you you'll admit it they'll take the, they'll say one to two statements praising the hurricanes and that's it yeah that's it so if you have nothing good to say about a team that's coached by Rod Brennamore, a team that's won at least a playoff series five out of the last five years, a team that has done nothing but build and grow the game of hockey in a state where hockey was starting to die in ten, over 10 years of no playoffs, I don't know what I can do to help you, but get off your butt and stop calling a game. Just go. Get out. We don't want to hear you. The fans in Raleigh don't want to hear you. And you owe us more than what you gave us tonight. That was a real shame, and I'm real disappointed because I want to Especially enjoy... Especially in Eddie Olchak. Yeah, because I, I want to enjoy these national broadcasts. I want them to be reasonable, I want them to be fair, and I want them to be fun to listen to. That's what they're there for. It's an honor to be on a national broadcast. It means you're relevant. You're relevant at this time of year. Makes That's me, just awesome. It makes me miss John Forslund a bit. Yeah, I wish John was still calling some games because he was the most fair play-by-play. But I think Kenny Alberts is a respectable replacement. I really don't have much to say in negative ways about Kenny Albert, um, other than I may have liked to see him stick up for some of the Hurricanes players a little bit more today. But Eddie Olchek was really bad. And there was another uh, person, too. It was more in between the intermissions. I think it was the far guy on the left. Uh, Paul left. My gosh. Well, I don't you know what's weird about him is he loves Rod, if I remember correctly. Oh, so, really? Yeah, so I think his was more of just about what's going on in that game, but yeah, cuz he talked a lot about Rod Brindamore um last playoffs, so he's like he likes Rod. Hmm. But I think he's a big Toronto guy. Yeah. In general, I think he used to play for him. Um But, but you know yeah. what? At the end of the day, we lost this game, a lot of good to take. Let's take game 4, close it out Thursday in Raleigh. Yes, and if we can't do that, then let's just make it like the Islander series and close it out at their place. But I'd like to have them close it out here. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. You never know. Both the Florida and Carolina series that might be it might be short. It could be short. Florida's in a very Florida's in a better situation than we are because they won both games on the road. But these series could be short. Yeah, they could. Uh, so yeah, we will see you guys after a uh, game. Five. Well, no, no, game four. Game four, Tuesday. And we will be having a game five. And since Sam, I, 
I mean, you already know. Um, I'm letting you listeners know that I will be going to that game, so you'll probably get a solo episode, probably from Sam, um, after game five, but hopefully that'll be the uh, last game of that series. That'd be if nice. If it is, That'd then we nice. would win. Take some more time, get some rest. Uh, just some good news, Tara Vinen was skating with the Black Aces. I don't know if he comes back in this playoffs, but if you can get Tara Vinen back in the late rounds of the Stanley Cup playoffs, that's a huge boost to your roster. So, baby steps. Good news. Good news for the day. Yes, baby steps. We will see you guys then. Thanks for listening to the Kaniac Report. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss a future episode. Can't get enough of the Kaniac Report? For more content or to connect with the Sams, check them out on Instagram and Twitter at the Kaniac Report. We'll see you next time.